Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Super pretty girl alert. Super pretty girl. Going <laughs> ah, in the impeachment party. Happy, happy hour. It's Charisma Carpenter from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And yeah. Angel. Angel. Oh, my God. Resistor. <laughs> What's that? Resistor. And yeah, resistor. resistor. And a resistor part. sister. Yeah. I know. I, for, okay. First of all, you're beloveds with all our beloveds. Mm-hmm. That's yes. how we found. But I guess your Twitter is so awesome and political. Oh, but thanks. John, you were on John Fugel saying with Dana Goldberg and yeah. Jody Hamilton, who yeah. are all our regulars. Yeah. Well, and keeping you for like half the show. Like you were only supposed to be on for like one segment, I think. And well, then you ended up he staying. gave me the option to stay, and I was too intimidated, honestly. Like a tape, a panel of comedians. No thanks. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel like I had much to bring to the table there. Um, most you were fantastic. Of my, well, my humor is, you know, pre-scripted. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm amazing at, you know, regurgitating what's already been written. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a joy. Yeah. They were warm. They were welcoming and bright and smart, and yep. it went well. It yep. was fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, happy impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I had to ask right away because I went. Yes. <laughs> because I was like charisma. So you were named after a perfume. Yes. That's awesome. And not See, like Dior right. or something fabulous. It was right. Avon. But I guess okay. that was... Ding dong. That, <laughs> that was sort of... It speaks to the times. Yeah, I well. wish my mom had made, named me Obsession because that's pretty much... <laughs> I'm very obsessive, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I OCD? Mean, I, I yeah. feel you. Okay. All right. Really? Um, well, I just had to get that out of the way because I was yeah, like, what a fantastic name. name. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And I love that you played a teenager, but you... Or, or excuse me, a, a cheerleader... But you were not just a regular cheerleader in high school. You were a San Diego Chargers cheerleader. I was for is... a minute. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's interesting because I guess you could say I, I rode that horse to the top. I started right. cheerleading as like, you know, a sixth grader. Right. And then just kept cheering all right. the way right. to the top. <laughs> I'm no half stepper, I tell you. <laughs> it's all or nothing. <laughs> Except you played a mean cheerleader. And I'm told that you are an exceptionally nice former cheerleader. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I hope so. I'm well, fair. We always say that all the actresses and actors we've had in the people that play assholes are always the nicest people in person. Well, it's think, weird. I think that's sweet, but I think that kind of reminds me of a conversation I have with a casting director for Malibu Shores, who mm-hmm. uh, the casting director for that show at the time was Aaron Spelling, casting yes. director who did Melrose Place, yes. and used Heather Locklear as an example at the time of being the baddest bitch ever, but the nicest human being right. ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So she often said, you know. 
you have to go home and find the bitch within, just like Heather. And I was like, okay, I, I'll do my best. <laughs> and find I, your inner bitch. Find my inner bitch. And I, she's never left. She's occupied my, my body now. <laughs> forever. How does that consist of? You just look in the mirror and go, fuck you. No, fuck you, you <laughs> cunt. No. I use that word in grave you know, restraints. Yes. I yes. save that for the very special, special times. Well, like Travis did nicely as a suggested TV show for Kellyanne Conway, which would be called See You Next Tuesday with <laughs> Kellyanne right. Conway. Right. <laughs> right. Because it's a nice oh, way of Super cunty. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, you know, I always find that just a weird quirk in Hollywood that it, it, that it just. That uh, nice people are often. Yeah. And that um, really intelligent people played. Yeah. Wits. yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always like that. Or yes. the saddest people play funny people. Oh, right. you know, it's almost like it's acting. Hey. Hey, now. <laughs> the more you know, you know. OK, now you're gorgeous and straight. But Chris Thanks. makes a point about my all my exes look like uh, Aaron, Aaron Spelling people. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. not... All your exes, they have to look like they could be in an Aaron Spelling production, yeah. which is they're all. But they've all been really smart like you. So That's I'm not amazing. as shallow as he makes people. Seem. Is it, what about your current? I have a no, nothing. Help me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> help me. I isn't can't. There, isn't there a gay you that you know? <laughs> Travis was like, she did a Playboy. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hey, now, let me do a little more research on this. Happy I did hour. not give you that. Then you I didn't even look at that. Mm. Well, now. Well, there you can see the cover. The cover's harmless. Yeah. yeah. It's a pin up vibe. I love what you talked about, though, that you were. Uh, you had a kid not that long ago, right? Before when you did the shoot, right? And first, you were nervous, and then you said your husband at the time was like, "Honey, put your robe on. They're not shooting now." Like yes. you were just like, "Woo!" I I did. I got comfortable, um, more comfortable than. He By the way, wanted. feel free here, Eliza. Stephanie. We, Stephanie, no. We no. encourage people no, to be comfortable on camera. <laughs> Maybe she is more comfortable Raining that way, in. Travis. Yes. I mean, I was at the moment, not in general, all the time. I don't walk around like that. In fact, in I grew up dancing, and dancers are yeah. notoriously like um, free, yes. you know. And yeah. you have to get dressed backstage often. You can't really, you right. know, can't be, be shy, can't yeah. be weird about yeah. it. Like, yeah. oh my body, I can't see it. Oh, I'm scared. You can't. That doesn't roll, you right. know. You just got to get on with it. Put the tutu on. Let's go. And I mean, a ballet guy's going to carry you around by the crotch. It's not exactly, you know. You... I don't know what the word is, but I'm right there with you. I know exactly where you're at. Um, you, it's not the time to be, a, you know, embarrassed. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I was that person. Yeah. Oh, my body. Yeah. Is this a new character? It sounds I like, don't know. I'm it just... sounds like it's Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Who I love, yes. by the way. We, she's, she, done the, she's, she's done the podcast. Done. I Julie love, done the podcast. Oh, my Julia gosh. Sweeney. I didn't know that. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have you've had some Im- impressive guests. I you, must say, I'm, I'm I feel so honored to be in this company. I, we feel so honored to have you. We just Jane Fonda just sat in that chair. Oh. Lily Tomlin, yes, Lily Tomlin, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we holy shit. shit. Yes, Rob Reiner. Yeah. Um, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ari, wait, you were born so in I, Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, and you've said that you can take the girl no, out of Vegas, but you, you can't, can't take the Vegas out of the girl. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Because <laughs> you were not just—you were a pageant girl too, like a, I was. a little a little pageant girl. I now, was. was that you or your mom? That was yeah. she a pageant mom? I mean, in in the best possible sense. Okay. Yeah. You know, she wasn't pushing, pushing, pushing. Like you have to, and right. you have to win. And... You wanted to do it, um, and she helped yeah, along. I think so. Okay. I mean, I think it was just what I did. It wasn't necessarily like a. Um, it wasn't on the table, like, do you want to do this? It was just what I did. I danced an insane amount of hours a week all my life, and it was yeah. a good outlet for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did um, the Junior Miss pageant just so I could do a comedy 
sketch. I was fourth runner-up in, in Miss Congeniality. That's phenomenal. Okay. Well, I think like we should know. get no, you cast not. on Insatiable now. The, <laughs> Say again? The, I think we should get you cast on the Netflix show Insatiable because Alyssa Milano, Big Resister, Chris yes. Gorm, Big Resister. Oh, my God. Been on the show. And yes. it's a pageant show. Well, I mean, I, I could judge. Get... I would be a good judge, right? Oh, my God, I'm good, having a uh, thing. Uh-oh. Are you okay? <laughs> Hold on one second. got to take my clothes off. Oh, oh. Hit, hit my porn music. Oh, by all means. See, she's more comfortable. Listen, Sean, the one straight guy here, and me, the one gay girl. I need a fan. Just, we'll turn the air on. We'll turn the air on. The air is on. Oh, bless listen. you. Bless you. Wow. You, know. you are hot. I mean, you You're look sweet. hot. I mean, you know, you it's, look like you've been bright. Sweet. Okay. You're sweet. Well, now, it's, now I've made shit awkward. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. All right. Let's talk about Trump. All right. So wait, oh but your, God, son, your son is 16 now. He is. Yeah. He's 16. Oh, God bless you. Let me use this. Oh, that's everything. adorable. Yes. Fan yourself with our Rocket Man fan, will yeah. you? Let me. All right. Yeah. Let's talk. I, I don't even know where to start. So your son is uh, 16 He's now. Just, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we ask everybody this because none of us uh, spawned. <laughs> but just having a kid in the age of Trump and all yeah. this daily bullying and meanness and horribleness. Yeah. It's complex, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tricky. And that's kind of, you know, you, you touched on something that made me think about my Twitter feed. And I really try to stay away from, even though it's very hard to, sometimes I do participate in it, the name collie stuff. Like, I don't think it's helpful to just attack somebody, you know, because you don't like them and just call them a cretin, essentially. Like, I don't think that's assisting anybody or anything. And it starts to become like an echo chamber, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're just preaching the same thing and saying the same thing over and over again. To complete strangers. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, those strangers agree with you or align with you, right? Yeah. We all kind of know this. Right. It's sort of implied. So there's no need to, like, expend our energy saying the obvious. Right. Um, But it's hard to resist at times. It really is very difficult. It would be helpful if they did not have so many cretins in their party. Oh, I see what I did now. See See what what I did. did. Um, You seem much more comfortable in your T-shirt. I know I'm much more comfortable with you in that skin. Step What? (laughs) Go ahead. Back to the kid. So when it comes to bullying and that kind of thing, it's... It's always been an issue, and I think he's he's faced it himself, yeah. and I'm sure he's participated in it. But I try to uh, stay classy about it. Yeah, I try. Yeah. Well, you ha- you called the president one name. Uh, you said the, he's the worst liar ever. He lies bigly. Because how can you say any other thing than that he is? A, I mean, that's a, a liar. it. Took the news media how long after five? How many lies? Is that a name? To? Is that a name call? When no. it's a fact? No, it's a fact. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> What are we past 10,000, 12,000 documented like, lives? It was like 13,000 a while back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, but that's the media for however long. Oh, we could screwed. We can't call him a liar. And it's just like, okay, well, that's, isn't that one of the first things you teach your kids? Don't, to don't lie. To not lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, respect bodies of other right. people. Right. And right. Safe space. Oops. Like, give. Wow, people- I have violated every rule of yours and I every- apologize to you. Way to go, Steph. Wow. Well done. All right. Listen, we're a fan of all the same women. You tweeted about Fiona Hill or what superheroes are made of and what little girls can aspire to. You tweeted up Professor uh, Carlin, who today, yes, Yes. her her passion is visceral. How anyone on the judiciary cannot listen to her educated arguments um, and not favor uh, impeachment. I thought the same thing. She was clearly so passionate about. 
the Constitution nerd, about right? the law. She's yeah, excited so, oh. about what she does. Somebody was giving yes. me grief on Twitter about saying that, that right. her passion is exactly what you don't want. She's in a position of power. It's almost as though she's a judge. And it's like, but she's not a judge. No, she's an right. academic. She's passionate about what she does. Right. She believes in the law. She believes in the Constitution, which yeah. is the law of the land. Like, it's well, the most exciting and, thing and to her. I wish more people were that excited about the Constitution. And enforcing right. it. Absolutely. Right. I mean, as one of the, I don't know if what the, it was the other professor, but said, if this isn't impeachable, then nothing is. Well, I mean, what is the point yeah. of even having impeachment hearings or having yeah. that that in the law if we're not yeah. going to exercise it when there are when there is evidence? Yeah. And, and that's, I think, where people start to wane in, in the argument of like we're taking when I was listening, because I try to think like other people think that don't agree with me in that. Well, what what do they hear? What do they hear when they listen to these people? And what I've I heard these three academics, except for the one, all saying was they were taking it into account and assuming that it was, in fact, treason. It was bribery yeah. and it was an abuse of power yeah. and it was um, obstruction of justice and obstruction of Congress. Yeah. So those things were said as if it was fixed and true. Yeah. But what the other side argues is that that's not. It's presumed. Yeah. We haven't heard from, but then I go back to Mulvaney literally used those words at it. a press so get conference. Get over it. Yeah. And yeah. get over it. It is yeah. quid pro quo. Pro quo. And I don't know how that gets muddled. Yeah. Like, how do you yeah. ignore well, be, that? No, how because do you we were not. Because they have no why case. Is, why is this even more, why are you even, like, it's already laid out. It's it, right. just that one admission. Right. right. No, I mean, they have no case, which is why I was saying I couldn't believe the Collins, a Republican, literally complained about how cold the room was and he hates his chair. I'm like, really? Because you got nothing except just distractions. I mean, it, it's, yeah. It's exaggerating. Yeah, they, they took all those roll call votes just to make it look like a circus. Yeah. Because that, that's all they have. Yeah. Hold that thought, Charisma. You know, working with really, really beautiful actresses during happy hour, <laughs> you know what it makes me have to stop and do? Put on some Plexiderm. Uh -huh. Because I know Charisma's really nice, but I feel like she's going to turn into her mean girl uh, cheerleader and tell me how what the bags under my eyes look like and the wrinkles. Are you packing to go somewhere? <laughs> God, are you going to check those bags or what? No. Okay. <laughs> Charisma would not do that. No, no, she wouldn't. No. And she wouldn't because you use... Plexiderm. That's right. Ding. <laughs> um, it is, it's a clinically studied serum. It visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. I mean, I'm telling you, it is like crazy. It's crazy. How fast, right? It's going it, to be done by the time this commercial's over. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I will be on your new age again. <laughs> as soon as this, I, I, I'm telling you, I, you look just like you, but just 10 years younger, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, go and get Plexiderm's holiday promotion. This is the time to try it. See what everybody, all the sexy liberals on our whole network are raving about mm -hmm. it. Go to tryplexiderm.com. Use the code sexyliberal for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. OMG. That's right. 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Also you, available by uh, calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code sexy liberal. Plexiderm backed by a 30-day guarantee. What do you got to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Visit tryplexiderm.com today. Use the code sexy liberal at checkout. That is tryplexiderm.com. Guess who doesn't need Plexiderm? Hmm. <laughs> Charisma. Um, you also talked about Trump. Oh, God, it's just he's so endlessly humiliating on the world stage. But he's over there, you know, calling, you know, Adam Schiff all these eighth grade nicknames. And right. as you said, this reminds me of the expression, the guilty accused. He is psychology 101 for projection. Like everything he calls Adam Schiff is what he is. 
Yeah, just if I were just just right now, I hearken back to a time when he was calling Rosie O'Donnell all these uh, uh, awful names yeah. and describing her, and yeah. it's like to me, like to go to the physical, you yeah. know, about yeah. somebody is yeah. just as about as base as you can go. It's yeah. about as sixth grade middle school as you can get, and this is a grown man holding the highest office of this land, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just despicable to me that we've we've got this person representing us as a nation with zero class and dignity. And we were saying the story about, so we saw the videotape of them all like clearly laughing, talking about him and laughing. And so like a screaming little fucking man, baby, he leaves. He leaves. He's going to fly home now. (laughs) Two-faced. Yeah, he called Justin Trudeau (laughs) two-faced. So speaking of like, you played a mean high school girl. That's what he's like. He's like a mean high school girl. The title of mean girl. I wrote a burn book about Adam Schiff and Sharpie, and here's what I want. I mean, it's just like (laughs) slam book. Remember those? (laughs) Yes. So now the other thing your characters have in common is you're both the psychic, right? On both of the shows. Mm. Well, Buffy, she was on Buffy. Right. Same character, and she got her powers on. Oh, and then that's how you got empathy. Right and right. started to okay. Do you have? Because I'm totally into have, psychics. Do you do, have that power in real life? Oh, I wish. Oh, <laughs> I would love to predict right. that we will have an impeachment. And he will go to jail and he'll be, you know, incarcerated and <sighs> won't even run for 2020. Oh, I was going to ask if you thought I was going to die alone and beaten by my dogs. All right, it's not. It's not important. <laughs> well, just about. Well, that's a given. I don't know about that's dying <laughs> alone, but if you're left here for five to seven days, your dog will <laughs> okay. eat your face. All right, thank you. Thank you for that. For that happy thought. Oh, I'm sorry. They start with the limbs first. It's the cats who go oh, for the face. Yes. Oh, okay. All the right. cats lick your face to oh, try and revive you. We just have- and then they. And then they keep right. licking, and it, then they eventually draw blood and figure out that you're, that you're tasty. Oh, you're we just, edible. We yeah. just found they just found a headless person in uh, Griffith what? Park. What? But yeah. they they don't they think it was natural causes, and then the coyotes ate his head. Mm-hmm. So that could happen to me too. I could actually not be eaten by my dogs, but by stray coyotes. Yeah, you do hike a lot. Yeah, I do hike a lot, so it could happen there. <laughs> do you take your Pyrenees with you? Right. Well, okay, no, then you're because oh, sometimes okay, too old so to. Yeah, we'll take the young one. Okay, I just little the walks. Young one walked away. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just love that no one has spelled. We're all about solutions <laughs> That's today. Right. Okay, thank you. You're a liberal helper. All right. Um, you, ta- you tweeted Hashtag a- helping. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag helping. Um, I went on my rant about Kamala Harris this morning because I'm pissed and I'm sad. But you, um, you also tweeted about Elizabeth Warren. You said you she does seem to really care what she's saying, not just pandering for votes. And I think so too. I think she's I think so likable and so have uh, that that genuine. Um, you know, I don't want to say this in a way that would sound bad, but she just has that safe grandma vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's extremely right. intelligent and has a plan for everything right. and has and passionate and passionate for what and she's, empathetic. Yeah. And things will be okay. Yeah, like it, yeah. that that is a very I need that right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> After the three I need years that we've had. so much. Yes. I need help on the way. And she just feels safe to me. Mm-hmm. And um and then you know, and that's an emotional response. But sure. She can back that up with yeah. all of her policy. And, you know, I've seen her for years on Bill Maher, who, mm-hmm. you know, is fine. I, I don't yeah. love Bill Maher exactly. Yeah. Um, but he's, don't a, get me started. he's a smart guy. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Very and smart. he's always yeah. had her on. And, and I used to watch back in the day. So I love her. I yeah. do love her. And the Kamala Harris, tell me why. You're upset that she's not in it. And is it because... Just, well, listen, it, her her campaign made mistakes. Everyone's does. It's not, you know, I'm not... I, but I think my whole thing was just that, it, A, Russia is in our elections now because they are not doing anything to stop it. So mm-hmm. I was saying, to start with, she, I think Russia and reportedly Trump thought she was the biggest threat. And so she was the number one target of, of Russian bots. And Tulsi Gabbard 
that was a, <laughs> I mean, that was a complete like somebody gave her the whole opposition playbook to drop on Kamala. And I think it was just so unfair. But any, I'm, I'm just saying, I think all of that has hurt her. And I, I think the media is doing some of the same shit to her that they did to Hillary. I think there's just a different standard. So I, I do think we're seeing some sexism again. I, I you know, well, even last week we talked about about um, we're hearing the same likability thing. You know, Elizabeth Warren is like Kamala. They don't like I'm like, really? That you mean has vagina? Is that what you mean? No, yeah. they only. Say, I was just saying last week when we were talking about with Elizabeth Warren, they were saying, yeah. "Is she likable?" They only say, "Is she likable?" About female candidates. Females. Right. They right. don't say that about right. male male candidates. Right. Well, I, you know why I think I think that might be because the overall, you know long-standing societal definitions of a woman you know if you're smart you're a ball breaker if you're right. like this you're right. that and then how can you be both smart and intelligent and well-spoken and be likable it's like a one or the other right. thing and it doesn't have to be and this is what's so important about the these times right and having well, you, women you presidential candidates dealt with it as an actress which is it's in the title that you're acting you said people might think i'm this awful person but i'm not i'm a nice girl like you have to even say i'm just playing a character i right? do i did and, and often fans in the early years before angel and before right. that character got three-dimensional and became more empathetic and right. approachable right i wasn't approached right <laughs> people did not approach me they were like oh my gosh when the show was at the height yeah. of its height you know i would i was you know, out there. Sure. And uh, no, people weren't so quick to saddle up and say, what's up? Let's have a beer. No, thanks. <laughs> Cordy was the one you wanted to sit down and have a catty conversation with. I mean. I mean, well, I watched with a bunch of gay boys. We were all like, all about Cordelia. <laughs> we were all about Cordelia. I love it. I so you love have it. in common with the San Diego homeboy. So you I, I was still yeah. San Diego. You did? I was still used San Diego and I lived down there until uh, 2006 in Hillcrest. Oh, so you moved oh. from Vegas to, to San Diego when you I were... I did. How? When I was 13, I moved okay. to Mexico and then commuted stateside to Chula Vista and Bonita High okay. Schools. I know those oh, areas. Cool. Yeah. I know that area well. I know US, US, um, We have one other. We were all, I was also an aerobics instructor. Oh, you were? Yes. Isn't that like like acting? That's mostly lying, isn't it? With last 10. <laughs> I am lying. 10 again. <laughs> those sucked. Do it again. <laughs> um. And I, this always cracks me up too. Just looking at various quotes of yours, you said, "I don't really see myself as being a sex symbol at all." Why okay. does every sex symbol stay, say that? Do you think <laughs> it's just you don't have the same perception of yourself? Well, because I know what goes on between my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's just not. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, just we have, not on your mind. We have one other horrifying thing in common. I also owned uh, hot satin pants. <laughs> um, Were you in sixth grade? Um, yes, I was in high school nice. and I had I had pink hot satin hot pants with yellow pockets. Oh. Yeah. So and you said what, you, you were like po- Satan at your all Christian school and I was in Catholic school. Oh, oh you're yeah. kidding. Okay, yeah. so Wait. You, you grew up in that strict. Did you have corporal punishment at um, your school? Oh, yes. We had a, the nuns were they had nuns? a big board of education that yes, they would yes. hit you with. That was like a sadistic nun joke that see it's, it said board of education on it. Yeah. yeah. And they would hit you uh-huh. with it. So funny. Yeah. I went to public school. We were talking, I was just over Thanksgiving, so I went to some, with my neighbors. Our principal at a public school oh, had wow. the board in his office. Wow. wow. And it, I don't know if anyone ever actually got hit with it, but it was there and everyone was like, Mr. Campbell has the board in his office. He's yep. ready to. Wow. But you grew up in Devin Nunez's district. 
So, he was not the I congressman know, at the time. Know, but, oh, Lord. But that kind of And mentality. mom did not vote for him. <laughs> Wait, I think that's you had a nun. What does she have? Two different kinds of weapons. Oh, yeah. There was the there was the, the paddle without the holes, and there was a paddle with the holes. Right. So you get extra, extra aerodynamics. Exactly. A little right. whippersnapper up in there. That's right. Get it, like, wind it up and mm-hmm. whoop Yep. Yeah, that's yep. super fun. Sister Luke. Oh. Sister Luke. Yeah, that was... Yeah, mine, um, was, mine was Principal, Sister Charles Bronson. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had Principal Graves paddled okay. me with the super aerodynamic paddle. Yeah. The one with the oh, hole. Can you that was ever right. okay? You know, Do you mind I if can't. we hit your children? No, we do not mind. Go we ahead. We don't... Go ahead. It, it speaks to the times, right? Yes. And ages. That's right. I, I said to myself when I had my son and, and my ex-husband at the time, we both agreed because we both yeah. had sort of like grew up in that environment at school and yeah. it, we both went to parochial school. And then in our homes... We had some, you know, serious violence. So we decided we would never do that with our son. And right. now that he's 16, <laughs> I'm rethinking that. I kid. I kid. You're, but you're like, is nunchucks violence? Is that, <laughs> Does that, they have, is that illegal? You would think that's what they would have in Catholic school. Right. Nunchucks. Nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Karate kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard you say something on, on your podcast. Your son has a job. He does. Which I, I think, I, like, every time I think of a celebrity with a kid, I think, oh, that kid doesn't have to work. Oh, child labor in one of oh. Ivanka's, like, shoe factories or something? <laughs> I had no. a job at 16. What? I had a job at 16. He, want, he yeah. wanted it. He sought it out. He came to us or his dad and said, I want to get a job. Because this is how my kid, my kid also said he wants to become an emancipated minor. I'm like, where, you know, obviously <laughs> wow. drama runs in the family. Wow. <laughs> He's literally a year and a half out You're from like, being 18. Down. Like, you got a year and a half to go. Like, just that's like, roll. That's yeah. like the version of leaving with, like, a bag and a stick yeah. and then being He's back like, for dinner. I'm, like, I'm, all right, I'm hungry. Yes, it is. I want to be an emancipated minor. He wants total autonomy. He doesn't want yeah. to be told what to do. He's a, he's, he, I, I taught him well. What kind of job does he have? He works at a grocery store. He's a bagger. Oh, okay. I worked at the Palace Movie Theater. You did? The concession thing. Yeah. I used to, ugh, matinees are the greatest. Like, there'd be a kid come up and just, like, drop a thousand pennies and go, what can I get for that? <laughs> How big is the large Coke? Okay. All right. I anyway. thought it was funny. Yeah. They're all just right. staring at you, blinking. Right. <laughs> Mouth agape, eyes <laughs> blinking. We all just think she's crazy. All right. <laughs> I wore later hosen for my job. I, at I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> you what? I wore later hosen. We need to explore this. <laughs> what? I worked at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, yeah. in the German section of the park. Yeah. And so I had to wear polyester later hosen. And, and did yeah. that impact you in any way? Oh, absolutely. Did it define, help define I, who you I are to, today? I, well, yeah. You're like, yes, this feels so true and good to <laughs> me. I haven't worn later hosen since. So, so oh, this was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, yes. I had to wear a, a, a polyester kimono when I was a cocktail waitress. And then oh. I got, I, until I ate too many goldfish crackers from the bar and I... <laughs> Had to, I was too big for my because I needed my life. Right? Yes, yes. My kimono. Kimonos I was at, are quite tight, huh? Kimonos can be quite tight in the bust area. Yes. The, the, yes. The well, particularly page. when you're eating your weight in goldfish crackers every you're night. Tiny. I, I looked even more than, like uh, an Armenian dude then. So <laughs> I didn't look the same as you did in my pink satin hot pants. I was I in can- sixth grade. Pink satin hot pants. I think I got them for a costume for like a a Halloween outfit. I was like a roller derby queen. Hot pink and yellow don't go together. It was the 70s. Okay. Mm. I mean, what can you do? (laughs) You can, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Okay. All right. So uh, what other flecky quote are you going to throw at me? I'm scared. (laughs) I don't don't want to delve into the painful things, but this is fascinating to me. This show that you're doing Um. So, uh, what is it? it? It's a show you're hosting, but it delves into evil ago. 
And you talk about your own personal experience, which was really upsetting. You survived a, an attack. Uh, I, I love this. They said she survives attack after attack as a member of the Scooby Gang. <laughs> vampire slayer really? that you've experienced it in real life so yeah. what happened you had something um so th- this is i survived evil on discovery it's called was, surviving was evil and it was yeah. on investigation discovery channel it's no longer yeah. um <clears throat> but it was probably uh one of the things that i've done and i'm most proud of it, yeah. it ended up being one of the most <sighs> i don't know how to explain it cathartic sure but um it's about finding your calling and purpose, I felt. Right. And, and and there's nothing better for the spirit than that, right? But speaking with people that had survived things far worse than what I had experienced, right. which was I was on the San Diego um, Beach, Torrey Pine State Beach, yep, which you right know there. well. Um, and I was uh, attacked by a San Diego police officer yeah. who uh, was attacking women on the regular yeah. um, while they were with their partners, wow. which is... Exp- so he was a rapist. He was a rapist. And a police officer. Okay. And, yeah, okay. and he wasn't getting caught because he was in those meetings, right. which yeah. were, they were setting up sting operations to try to catch the guy, and they couldn't catch the guy because he was in the wow. room. And so he would go in different locations that he yeah. knew the sting operations would be in. So it was quite crazy. Um, and he also, I think the most heinous act of all was just he targeted young young girls yeah. when they were with their little brother. Yeah. Oh. And so that was yeah. pretty awful. Like 10 and 12 asking her if she was a virgin and if she liked it. Yeah. So that was Ugh. that was um, pretty nasty and pretty dark, you know, obviously. Yeah. And I think when I got to do this show, is it a brilliant time where enough time had passed? I'd, you know, obviously been through a lot of therapy around it. <clears throat> and I got to speak to other other survivors and wow. talking about those aha moments when you're in the middle of a crisis of when you decide you're going to win or yeah. you're going to bring them to justice or you're going to get through it or like yeah. what, that, that was probably the most compelling thing for me is like when that human spirit so, prevails yeah you i mean the, so you were with two male friends i was um, he had a gun so both your friends were shot and survived correct but you you grabbed the police issue flashlight that he had and, well, and that had led to his conviction it, he had handed it to me because I had said I couldn't do it because he didn't, in the other cases, to be fair, yeah. he used duct tape right. to bind the hands oh of the God. males. So there's really no getting out of duct tape, yeah. right? So in my case, he didn't have, I don't know if it, yeah. what, what happened there, I don't recall in, in the case why yeah. it must have been an impromptu decision to do it, but he had been stalking me oh, God. and he had been trying to break into my apartment, it was said, but it was never brought up in the courts. But I found out later from the district attorney who took a liking to me and who wow. I'm still in touch with today. Wow. Um, and he had used the belts uh, from their pants. Yeah. And so... It wasn't that hard to just go, I can't do it or whatever. And then he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he hands me his police issued oh, wow. thing that had his, um, the flashlight had his engraving, his oh. name. It was police issued. So it had an engraving wow. covered on it. And so I had held on to that the entire time, which you don't, I was, it wasn't like a, it's just what you did. Right. I guess. I don't yeah. know what yeah. I did in yeah. the moment. Wow. So, um, it tied him to the crime, which then yeah, right. helped yeah. To his and so conviction. he was convicted. I mean, wow, good for you. So you, I, and now I know that you said in this piece. I don't know. Did you ever? You were going to invite him on to. You wanted to interview him. I really did. Yeah. And he declined. Yeah. So he didn't want to. He wanted to move past it, and he's changed. And 
um, yeah. he didn't really want to go there. Hmm. I, in this article on that charisma, though, this really, because I think it is such a, well, I have to say with what we're going through right now as a nation, this is so, you, you just said, what happens in a life that person can get to a place where they, it's a good idea to become a serial rapist? I mean, I have a child, so how does a child, a kid go from normal to not? She said that this guy, the Hubbard, grew up with an alcoholic father, but it seemed like his life was back on track. He was on top of this class in the police academy. He was married with a baby on the way. From an anthropological point of view, I'm curious what happened. I mean, that really is a, a fascinating idea for a show, is what is the nature of evil and how right. does when it Right, when does it happen? click? When does it happen? Yeah. And I mean, still to this day, that's how I feel. Like, that's why I wanted to speak with him. I'm just yeah. like, what happened? Not to be like, right. ah, you hurt right. me, whatever. I like truly right and this is how i feel about politics today yeah i truly want to understand like i really want to understand yeah. why what how people take what right. happened where what was the crisis point you know like the boiling yeah. point if you will and i that's an interesting I, I, I hate to say it but wait <laughs> do you think i mean do you think donald trump is evil because i do i mean i really and I, i'm not a psychologist i don't know people have called him sociopath and narcissistic personality disorder. I think when He's you obviously say cruel. something like this, yeah. I could go out on Fifth Avenue and sh- shoot somebody dead and get away with it. That that right. is, that is, I don't think that that is normal. I think right. that that is about as close to, you can call a president evil right. as possible. Like, I, I but, don't understand that mentality that... at all. I don't understand why anybody would brag about that. I yeah. don't know why anybody would even say that out loud. Well, you may the... think it, but you don't, just don't say stuff like that. Right. I mean, I know psychologists have talked about him as a duty to warn and all that stuff but that is interesting isn't it when you think of this here he comes from all this privilege like what why what made him so cruel like what why is he so cruel i i i would love you know to have an answer to that i don't i have no idea yeah i think maybe sometimes having too much privilege can can and you have zero consequences and you have everything handed to you and you're not earning anything there are no boundaries ever set there's just you know it's self-will run riot yeah (laughs) we've just never as a country been exposed to this constant meanness and cruelty and chaos and i think it's just you know and i feel like for for people that are dems you know or not i I don't even want to call myself a liberal or a dem because i just feel like it's too simple to discredit everything i say because of that i really am just a person that truly just wants accountability i want a person to uh obey the law of the land of common decent that's why we have police to keep people you know so there isn't Mm -hmm. chaos right and it just seems like he's such an agitator for chaos he's a chaos agent yeah yeah that's so well said i just love i love your passion and frustration just i'm just a person that wants people to obey the law i'm just like fantastic I just, it really is i'm like i feel like this should have not been partisan a long time ago no You're i just know like, i How don't understand this? it i don't understand and 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 i that's the, my biggest objection between the republicans and the dems that it is really about each other yelling at each other because there's an agenda and we don't want him it's like i don't want trump in office yeah because he's not an official. He doesn't represent right. me. He doesn't represent the yeah. values of most working he people. Babies in he cages. He, I know. I, but there's no justifying that. But yeah. I think that there is a, a need to condone or justify his choice and his behavior just because he's of their party. Yeah. But people forget he was not. He was best friends with the Clintons. He was always a I Democrat. Know. 
I know. I know. He wanted um, to win. I know. Yes. So he could use his yeah. power to help himself. Yes, and hurt to other make people. himself richer. Yeah. And to own the libs, I guess, is the only it's the only point. We say it's the only reason. It's like but why why do you cut boot stamps for seven hundred thousand people? To own the libs. Just to be a dick. Yeah. So the re- liberals will go, Oh my god. Because I can. Right. And distract from what's really going on. Yep. But Tell also, us about the Opposite Sex Show. It's your podcast. It sounds fantastic. You met uh, a, a Christian, <laughs> is his name, on a dating app, but you're friends, and so you talk about... It, it, Things that opposite. are opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs and cats, men and women. Yes. Um, <laughs> New York and L.A. I've, been, I've enjoyed it. It was, a, it was a, I think we're winding down. At the end of the year, I think it's going to be the end for us. Um, oh. It's not going to go further at this point. I just feel that we're at a place that... We're, I don't know how to explain it. We're, right. we're going to move on. Yeah. We're, yeah. You know, I think I want to continue doing podcasting. I want to continue this kind right. of dialogue, mm-hmm. but I think that the things that are, I'm passionate about are really not things that he's as yeah. passionate about. Yeah. And I think that we're kind of ha- struggling on what to talk about right. and I don't right. want to be reined in on that. And right. I don't think that he wants to be, feel like he can't talk, you know, right. I'm well, I welcome anything he wants to talk about, but I just feel like I want to be in this conversation full throttle and because it's so encompassing to me because and i think all of you obviously you're sitting here with microphones and you're you're passionate about what's happening have you have you always been passionate about politics or 2016 changed my life oh wow yeah i mean i voted for carrie and i i'm like how can anyone not be political this fucking crisis. No, I just think that when he did not, and and this is typical to his personality, when he did not back down as a candidate after being caught on tape saying, yes. you know, they'll let you do anything, just grab him by the, you pussy. know, punani yeah. and pussy. Fuck, okay. I hate it that sorry. he said that. I hate it. No, I say it. Say it. I mean, pussy is not a. I'm sorry, but I... just I hate it. Just <laughs> I know he bugs yeah. me. Yeah, and I just feel like the fact that he didn't back down like most people it would be such a disgrace to be caught they would just go by or you know he's the type of president where he would send a a dick pic to somebody Mm -hmm. he would get caught and he'd be like so what and everybody would be like yeah so what and it's like what happened to the code of reason <laughs> yeah. and decency? Yeah, and then I'll say it's because you know he said that later that the, uh, that tape wasn't real of him saying that. Th- then he would go like, "No," and you're like, "Nobody has a tiny <sighs> fucking burnt Cheeto like that. It's yours." Like, right? He would just go, "No, it's not me." I, I just, I, I just, uh, it's this is the only silver lining is that it really has challenged me and yeah. made me want to be more engaged. Yep. Yep. Well, you are come engage with us anytime. Yes, it's so, yeah. so fantastic, so fantastic. And I, I, you know, I feel like I did a minimal amount of me tooing for me, Travis, yeah. Yeah. for how gorgeous she is. Yeah, pretty All good right. behavior. All right, charisma behavior. <laughs> how can we follow you on Twitter? And you can uh, find me on Twitter at all charisma, and on uh, Instagram you can find me at charisma, K A R A Z M A, a nickname. Nice. And uh, that's about it. Follow cool. her, worship her like we do. Go yes. watch everything she Aww. does. She is awesome. Come back Thanks, anytime. Guys. Yeah. Thank you. Are you so we much. see you anywhere? Do you have any shows or anything? Right now, no. Okay. But stay tuned. Okay. She's Working totally, on. you guys, not a mean bitchy cheerleader. She is awesome and super nice. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Charisma Carpenter. Yay! Thanks, guys. Thank you. Let's face it. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com begin. 
ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, listeners to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.